0: Hello, and welcome to Her Return, a podcast devoted to returning to your feminine essence through embodiment practices, central explorations, and unifying the feminine and masculine energies within. I'm your host, Lindsay Curtis. Alrighty, I am so excited to introduce you to my dear friend and colleague, Tiffany Stevens. Tiffany is amazing, and she is a woman, a wise, wise woman, filled with a wealth of knowledge and experience through her own life's experience and challenges, as well as years of inner inquiry and exploring ancient teachings of many cultures around the world. The facets of her work in service to humanity are many, which include human design, shamanic practices, Munakai rites, and sapphire imagery, to name just a few which needless to say is in stark contrast as her previous career as a lawyer. (laughs) Tiffany offers a mentoring service providing pathways to self-empowerment and she can be described as a catalyst for change. Today we're going to dive into human design together. So enjoy all righty and we're here welcome tiffany and thank you so much for joining us for this episode i'm so super excited to dive in with you thank you thank you for the
1: opportunity to to share this with you
0: With such pleasure. I'm so excited to talk all about human design. And just recently, I actually had a session with Tiffany, and it was just fantastic to get even more confirmations and little revelations that are supportive for my journey right now. So I was just Ecstatic to to invite you here to this space. Um, so let's. I always love starting it out with getting a little bit more of a background on you as a human being here on this earth in service. And um, would love to just know what has led you on your path. I know you use many different modalities, but like we'll focus in on human design today. What has really invited human design into your life?
1: Well, very interestingly. My mum had my chart done for me. So human design found me Ah. rather than me finding human design, which is absolutely in alignment with my mum's design because she's a projector (laughs) and um, in alignment with my design because I'm a generator. So that gave me something to respond to. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, so she had my chart done. I'd never heard of it and started looking into it I have a a line one in my profile so I'm curious and uh that was it I I decided to start studying it and um that that started me on my on my path with it and and it was absolutely perfect timing
0: that Mm. it found me
1: Mm. when I needed it
0: I love that. I love that. And I just love how, you know, all of the tools that really support us will find us when we're ready in the right moment, right?
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely
0: cool so tell us like what exactly is human design for many of our listeners i know it's going to be a completely new thing like what like i've we've had an episode on the podcast about astrology already Um, but human design is much less known in in the wider culture Uh, i've i've followed it for a number of years and i really enjoy it but really as a practitioner tell us what is human design where does it come from who who created it what is it a mix of
1: Okay, so what is it? It's a system. It's known as the human design system, and it incorporates astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, the chakra system, and quantum physics, Mm. which is quite a lot. Rich. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So there are different facets to it, but it's all woven together. Yeah. Um, It shows us our energetic blueprint who we who we came to be or how we are energetically in this lifetime Mm. and it gives us guidance on how to approach life in a way that is correct for us so without going too much on a tangent and away from the question it's um you know we we live in a society where there's a societal way that is that, that in my mind is pretty much one size fits all and you've got to fit into the various parts of the system whereas this shows us how distinctly different we are and how the approach to life for life to be easy for us if we follow according to our type then that's going to make life a lot easier and we don't all fit into that societal mold Mm. Um, So that's really what it does for you. (laughs) It's not away from the question, but it is a little. Yeah, completely. And I
0: just absolutely love that and can speak from my experience. I know I found I just it just dropped in. I can see where I was when I found human design. I was I was 26 and I was in Australia. And it was at this turning point where I was like, how am I going to fit into a world that I don't fit in? (laughs) And I found human design. I was like, but of course I'm a projector. I have all these other gifts and I need to develop that. And it gave me so much confidence. So I just love that highlight. And so true. We are all energetic individuals that need to live in alignment with how our
1: beings work. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And where it comes from is, is quite mysterious. Um, the, the founder, um, he's no longer on the earthly plane, um, was known at the time that human design came into being as Ra Uruhu, but he was originally born um, Robert Krakauer from Canada, and he was living in Ibiza. He'd kind of walked away from a very normal life and had gone to live in Ibiza. and. All of a sudden, um, in January uh, 1987, he heard a voice and the voice said, are you ready to work? And for eight days and nights, he worked transcribing this download of of the human design system. And Mm. that kind of changed his life. And he felt that he was then the messenger of this uh, and brought that forward for us all to, to learn about
0: full body chills right now (laughs) I love that because it feels like such a such an you know um, not of this world download of a synthesis of so many truths but you know in all the main systems also there's just part truths in there right and and to have this like oh I just love it yay oh cool so that's great so it's been around since 1987
1: so yes yes
0: okay okay all right, um, great, well, tell us more. <laughs> tell us more, tell us about maybe the the different types.
1: Okay, so there are four main types, um, but one of those types is subdivided into two. So you could say there are five types. There are different teachers who teach different ways, the very traditional way, we'll say there are four types. Others will distinguish between the two more so. Um, so, we have manifestors, we have projectors, as we've both mentioned, we have generators and manifesting generators, they're the, the split group,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: we have reflectors. So, uh, manifestors make up about 9% of the population. Mm-hmm. Projectors make up about 20% of the population. Mm-hmm. Generators and manifesting generators together make up about 70% and reflectors make up 1%. So they're very um, rare, mm. rare beings. Mm-hmm. So each type has um, a different way of being on the planet and also a different way. Um, approach to to life and what they're here to do so each type has a role Mm. manifestors are are purely creative beings and they have within the system without getting technical um the energy where they can just do it they Mm. they are the ones that fit into to some degree the system of you want to do it just do it they can they have the energy they have the idea it's a it's a very fluid, um, creative process for them. They're, they're very quick, fluid, creative beings who who can get things started and, and assist. We all work together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. they're, they're the only ones who don't have to wait. The rest of us have to wait so they can actually give us the things that we need if we're in the other types. So you know, there's a there's a synthesis between between the types. Hmm. Um, projectors are here to guide manage and direct others Hmm. Um, but others who recognize the projector for who they are so it's really important for projectors to be out in the world showing what they're offering to the world and who they are And and it's more in my experience about who you be rather than what you do. And people recognize that within you to to then call upon you to, to offer the guidance and and management. So projectors are very good in management positions, generally, if you're putting it into the societal picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we all, we all have these roles where we can work in society and there'll be some jobs that are more in alignment with us than You know, you're not going to put a a manifestor in a finishing job unless unless they happen to have the finishing gate, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but generally they would be the project starter. Mm -hmm. The projector would be managing and directing it. Both of those types are known as non-sacral beings. So their sacral center isn't defined. And that means that neither um, projectors or, or manifestors are designed to work in a traditional nine to five way. Mm. and must have a a good work rest ratio so again looking at it from societal if you're if you're a projector in a management role you can be telling people what to do rather than doing it
0: (laughs) which worked i mean i was a manager for a number of years oh there you go (laughs) and and it's true that that was that was fine for my energy but being active all the time no
1: it just i'm zapped out right yeah exactly Mm. so then we have generators and manifesting generators who do have a defined sacral that's Mm -hmm. what sets them apart from everyone else Mm -hmm. and we're here to work basically so uh I kind of chuckle. I was born on a Saturday, born, born to work hard for a living, and then I'm a generator, so here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got born on the right day. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but we're here to do the work that we love. Yeah. So a- actually, you know, I'm joking about working hard for a living. When you're doing the right work, then it doesn't feel like you're working hard and You know, that's what gives manifesting generators and generators a virtually inexhaustible supply of energy. If you're doing the right work, you want to get up and do it, you want to put the energy into it. There's a passion behind it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we can do the wrong work, but in my experience, there's only so much time and energy you want to put into that before you're like, well, I'm not really into this right now. Um, So. You know, I've certainly learned that with the different facets of what I do in the world where I can say, yep, I can do that, but only so much of it. And then the stuff that I really love all day long. So Inexhaustible. (laughs) Inexhaustible. Yeah. So the, the distinction between the generator and the manifesting generator is that a manifesting generator is a generator with manifester aspects. Mm -hmm. So the manifesting generator will move faster than a generator, um, can initiate conversation, Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, they're just quicker. You know, I I, I see it with manifesting generator people that find generators really slow, and they know it's only a small distinction, but um, it's really interesting how that does change up. The, the dynamic of, of, of who you are. So, um, right. yeah, they're very fast, powerful, working, multitasking beings. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you want something done, really want something done, and the manifesting generator is your person. If you want something done, but it you know, doesn't have to be so quick, then uh, <laughs> <laughs> the generator's the person. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that's that. And then... Um, we have reflectors, very interesting beings. They are, they're known as lunar be- beings um, because they actually have to wait a whole month to know whether, a whole moon cycle to know whether their decisions are correct. Um, and yeah, that's made me think I didn't touch upon some other things with the others. So I might just nip in and add some things. Yeah basically what makes a reflector is none of their centers are defined they're completely okay. completely undefined in their centers they will have individual gates of energy that mm-hmm. gives them some consistent energy so it's not that they're well they could be they could be completely inconsistent i haven't seen one yet but um you've never met a reflector oh i've met a reflector oh, I okay. have, yeah i have a list of them okay. um <laughs> Just thinking about that because I was like, "Have you
0: met one?" Like, I have yes. still not met one. Of course, I don't look up everybody's human design chart that I meet either. But I'm fascinated to get to know one and see the energetics of of this disposition.
1: They're here to reflect the health of their community or tribe. So, if we still lived in a tribal system, your your reflector would be showing how healthy the community is so Mm. within a home or a work scenario the reflectors going to show how how everyone else is doing because they're reflecting back the community energy because in all of their centers in open centers we all if 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 you've got an open center you're taking in the energy of the people in the world around you so they're taking that in in all of their centers and reflecting that back out because so when we take it into the open center then we amplify it and we reflect it back out so they say a happy and healthy reflector shows that there's a happy and healthy community oh yeah, yeah. so they you know they'd be very useful beings in, <laughs> in knowing how something is doing and I, I can give you an example if you'd like me to
0: yeah
1: please Um, so one of the things I do in the world is, is, um, offer group trips Mm -hmm. and, um, the very first trip that I ran, one of my friends is a reflector and she's like the brightest, bubbliest, happiest person ever. You know, (laughs) I mean, she's just like a ray of light. When I think of her, I just see a smile and a ray of light. She's just lovely. (laughs) And she was coming on the trip and I was quite early into my human design experimenting of, you know, how it all works. And so I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to see how she does in the group. Yeah. You know, she's going to be my litmus paper. So you know, whenever I do groups, I, whatever type of groups, whether it's trips or something else, I'd like to get everyone's design and I know who I'm with. Energetically, and you know, it helps with dynamics and what have you. Anyway, three days into the trip, she's absolutely flawed. Ah, oh. get out of bed. And I'd kind of seen it coming on our way back from our trip the day before. There'd been a particularly—they're they're spiritual journeys, and there's oh. there's all sorts of things that happens on them. Um, And there'd been a big emotional experience and I could see that she was um, expressing the emotions of the group Mm -hmm. at at this ceremony that we did the day before. But yeah, this morning she just could not get up. And luckily we had like a flexible um, itinerary. So it's like, okay, this is going to be the free day. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're all the group going, oh, you know, what can we do? What can we offer? I said, you actually need to go and sort yourselves out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's, there's nothing wrong with her. Yeah, she's reflecting you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there, there was all sorts of cultural issues coming up within the group. A lot of, I mean. I, I, I can understand where the things were coming from within the people and collectively some of them were from a particular culture where um there was quite a lot of prejudice because of the prejudices against them mm. in history. Mm. But they were all carrying this and it was really whoa heavy. Mm. Um and so yeah, it, it was just brilliant because like it was like, okay, let's call the meeting and she's just got to stay in her own energy and get rid of yours (laughs) and she'll be fine if she's in her own energy for the day she'll be absolutely fine right but you will need to sort yourselves out oh I love that yeah so that happened they all went off and did their thing she stayed away from them for the majority of the day until the evening and then we carried on
0: Oh, ah, and as a facilitator, that's so empowering to have been able to see that dynamic right away, right, and be able to make that that um, switch, that kind of tikkun correction. Um,
1: exactly. Awesome. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Oh, so great. Oh, I love that. And it kind of also feels how I mean, animals. And our, our children are also so much our reflectors of the health of the situation of what's going on. Um, so I can relate to it in that way, as I don't have a, a clear reflector. If if there's any reflectors listening, and I
1: know you, let's talk. Okay. I want to get to know you a little bit more. <laughs> I think you know one, but you don't know that you know them.
0: Probably. Um, I mean, I'll, isn't I'll, that I'll... how
1: it usually is?
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's the reflector, the mysterious open reflector. The mysterious
1: open reflector. Mm. Um, so yeah, just just briefly going back with the others. Um, yeah. So each type has a has a strategy, a way to approach life. Um, as I said, manifestors can just do it. They've just got to inform anyone that would be impacted by their actions. Mm. Because they do just go, oh, I'm on the creative flow, I'm off. And then the people around them go, What the hell does happen? <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? Or, or, you know, in a work situation, the manifest has done it. It's going, Look, I've done it. How efficient am I? And everyone's going, Well, oh, you know, I might have wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so they just have to inform this is what I'm doing. Okay. Um, Projectors can be themselves, being who they are out in the world, um, but just need to be invited into big things in life, um, Mm -hmm. like work and relationships and moving home. Mm -hmm. Every other aspect of life, you just carry on being who you are, doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Generators and manifesting generators have to wait.
0: (laughs) And how patient are you as a generator?
1: (laughs) I had to learn. Um, you have to wait to respond when you're a generator or manifesting generator. But it doesn't mean like a long wait. Um, but you're waiting for life to present something to you so that you can respond to it rather than initiate it. And the distinction is that we can't do, we can't just bring something out into the world and initiate it. That's not. The way we work as generators and manifesting generators, so we have to wait for life to bring something to us. Mm-hmm. And you know, in my experience, I mean, it's all to do with right timing as well. But yeah. I can think something. Um, you know, it might be I need some more clients, or you know, I've got um, something on the go and I need more people for it. I can think it and the phone will ring or I'll get an email or you know it it happened one night I was in bed thinking yeah, you know what what kind of work do I want to be doing at the moment and what have I got the energy for whatever was going on at that time and I'd Mm -hmm. kind of come to a conclusion in my head that that would be the kind of work that would be useful to have at that time and I actually heard my phone ping wasn't in the room <laughs> but when I checked it in the morning it was someone booking in for for that type of work and I'm just like oh, there you go you know took five minutes <laughs> <laughs> so you know the waiting doesn't have to be long if you're waiting um for for a time if you're a manifesting generator or a generator, then it just means that the timing isn't right, and something's got to be put into place so mm. um,
0: yeah, and what I really feel about this also is that that alignment and that stillness and that deep listening and connection, and how actually quickly life moves when we're operating from that space for all of our types, I feel like. Yes. And really, when we can hold that space, it's like, okay, yeah, if I know that this is how I kind of operate, and I can make the space for it, then life gets to gets to respond as
1: quickly as she
0: decides.
1: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, Mm. mean, it's, it's, I have seen so much magic, the things that I've put out, you know, I need this, whatever combination of things that it is that I'm, I'm trying to bring into my world. And it shows up. In the most fantastical ways that I couldn't possibly imagine with my human brain, and I go, "Wow, yeah, that's the ingredients, yep, tick, 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 <laughs> okay <laughs> nah, you're just I could give you so many examples. It's just extraordinary and 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 you know no matter how long I work with it and I know that it works, that that alignment and the way it all comes together, I just see the magic and the brilliance and yeah it it, it still makes life exciting so it's like wow okay i'll put out that and look look what i've got (laughs) you know it's incredible so really really good great 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 and um let me know if i'm getting over passionate
0: (laughs) no please we love passion we love love passion here it's all welcome All right, well, why don't you give us an example about a revelation that you've had once you learned your type and how knowing your type really was a support and and helped transform how you were operating, perhaps, if it did.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's uh, right at the beginning, Mm. actually.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So as I said, my mom had had my chart done for me at this particular stage of my life. And then um, I kind of gave up my life and rented out my flat went um, abroad in a new relationship for nine months, so pretty much given up my home my my work, my community for this new world and I had a really deep conscious dark night of the soul where I was like who am I (laughs) who who am I in this new place who am I in this new relationship who am I without my work who am I without my community I I mean it was mega really and it was great because I was conscious of what I was experiencing and I knew within myself I'm just not designed to be hanging around in a hammock all day that's just not what I'm on the planet for there was just something really deep inside me going you know it's great people think it's paradise you know I'm a minute from the beach and there's hammocks and monkeys and whatever else um, and I just knew deep inside me this wasn't a consistent world for me right so it was at that time that I started my study of human design. Mm. And so then I learned that I'm a generator. Generators are here to work. They're here to do the work that they love. And I'm going, okay, this is why I don't know who the hell I am without my work. Right. You know, just you know, the penny just didn't take long for it to drop. It's like, okay, this is what I'm here for. I'm here to work. I'm, I'm here to do the work that I love. And I'm not doing that. I know I'm not meant to just be hanging around in the hammock. Not all day, (laughs) at least. Um, And again, it was an absolute revelation. um, And really, really helped me understand, okay, you know, if this is going to be a pattern in life of stepping away from my world, which half the year It is. You know, that year I felt like I'd completely uprooted and and lost everything. And now I'm omnipresent, if you like. So I can be working. I work very hard to get myself in a position where I can work wherever I am in the world. So that I can still fulfill who I am, Mm -hmm. as well as, as my service to people. So... Mm-hmm. Um, that, that one year was the only time that I, I stepped out <laughs> and it was like, right, that was really uncomfortable and <laughs> I don't want to live that world, <laughs> yes. you know, let's have a, have a balance here. So that was really revealing. Um, mm-hmm. and just coupling that also, I have an open G center and when you have an open G center, identity center, you need to be with the right people in the right place. And and again, where we happened to be at that particular point um, just wasn't my tribe. Mm -hmm. And I could really feel that deeply, too. And I couldn't understand why I had such an issue with it. So, um, yeah, there's profound things you can understand about what's going on in your outer world. You know, there's an inner knowing, but then there's an explanation to Having these explanations of of what I was experiencing was life-changing because then I I knew what I needed to do Mm. to to remedy it and to get into the right place with the right people and be working.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And this is also how powerful knowledge can be for us sometimes right in that alignment of okay I might know it somewhere inside of me but if I don't yet have the words or the language to really define my experience I have a very difficult time in responding to it and in ameliorating that and that's one of the things I find is really great about human design of giving this like general um, and I'm not general but Uh, viewpoint of our our energy and it's like this blueprint of how we can really thrive and radiate as ourselves in the world Mm.
1: exactly exactly yeah I I find in doing readings um, it will affirm um, very frequently if people are in touch with their inner world <laughs> or who they are, you know, and then, and then just having the explanation, this is why, and how you, you are how you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I gave a reading to someone the other day who, who was having difficulties and just affirming, this is how you're built energetically. And to try and operate in the world, to fit in in the world, is just not going to happen. You know, this is why you're having difficulties, you know, and she said to me, you know, I've got this physical ailment. I know that if I stop trying to fit into the world in a way that's not right for me, then I won't have this ailment, you know, and it's... (laughs) Yeah, just having the 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 confirmation and and to be able to with the knowledge give yourself permission to be yourself.
0: Yes, I just dropped my pen because that was so emphatic. <laughs> yes, like the permission. And this permission. is this is what I wanted to highlight as well is the permission that it then gives to live in that alignment, to live in accordance with okay, what I feel and what I know about myself and and just giving myself even more permission for that. So in our session together um, recently, one of the things that I took away the most about my whole type, and we went more in depth than just our types, right? Here, we just talked about the four types, but there's a lot more about human design that maybe you can highlight in a second. Um, but in looking at that, one of the things that you've said to me about becoming a mother that, you know, Um, to really live in alignment with what I have energy for and what I don't. And what I received from that was like, oh, I'm never going to be the super mom that's baking cookies (laughs) at the the school thing and then doing like a million things and then also doing my work. Like, no, that's not me. It was never going to be me. And, And to just settle into that, like, yeah, that, deeper permission of, okay, how I'm going to be able to show up and be nourishing and and loving to my child and how my partner is going to be and how complimentary that is, but without any other of the like pressure or maybe kind of fantasy ideas of how I think I need to be, right? And that's what really living in alignment with our energy and with our soul and our our blueprint really gives us. It's just that, oh
1: no, but actually this is what I'm here for, (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, that's just such a lovely, um, example and, and, and confirmation really of, 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 yeah, with that, with understanding how you can shape your life in a way that's correct for you.
0: Yes. So I really recommend everybody to have a human design reading with Tiffany. If you've never had one before, like get your, get your idea in there. of What kind of type of energy you have and what are the other sort of markers that are pretty beneficial, especially for a first time like reading?
1: Okay. So a first time reading the way um, I deliver the information is that I include what your type is, what that means to be your type in in more detail than I've highlighted here, um, Mm -hmm. how to approach your strategy. Depending on the definition of the centres, we have um, a particular inner authority, which um, tells us the correct way to make decisions according to who we are. And I also include in it the profile, which is how it's like our character and our learning strategy in life, how we go about being the type. So the type is the role and the, and the profile is the character in, in life's movie. Mm. Um, and, and again, I, I just love the profiles because people go, Oh yeah, you know, you've just completely described who I am or <laughs> described my life. And, you know, I've never met these people before. Mm. And, you know, for me, yeah I have absolute belief in in this, or I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know just to get the confirmation back when when I'm reading for people, um, or you know it shows up where there is conditioning where people aren't living out the fullest expression for various reasons and then and then that gives a an opportunity for change and transformation to be becoming more in alignment. so that's covered in a basic um, initial reading and then there are various other readings that you can have to understand your centers whether they're defined or open um or undefined and also your individual energies there's there's ways of there's readings for what the planetary positions are you know there's there, there, there's layers and layers and layers um so and, and specific you know people who've got specific issues where is this in my chart why is this my experience of life so you know there's, there's many many ways to to utilize it and and, and different ways to access the information
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in your experience and your offerings as well is there a specific is there specific themes or stuff that you really enjoy working with because for example i know some people like use human design specifically for business marketing and and for like really kind of niche areas but is there something else that that you find it so effective to to focus in on our human design for
1: Mm, I think all aspects of life I mean I I tend to work in a very whole way anyway you know what regardless of what people come for there's always something else underlying so I'm very much a a root cause operator if you like um let's get in there so um I think with human design it's looking at meeting people where they're at in their lives Mm -hmm. you know i've found recently um i've given a couple of readings to people who are later on in life and who interestingly one was a manifesting generator and one's a generator and so ordinarily you know there would be an emphasis on the work but actually they're at a different stage in their life where that doesn't want to be the theme. But how do they be who they are going into a different phase in life? So, nice. so for me, it's it's less about um, particular avenues, but looking at who's in front of me, where are they in their lives? How How can we use this going forward in their lives from where they are at the moment? So that's kind of how I like to operate with it. But um, if I was going to go with a theme, um, parenting is is obviously a very important thing for the future Mm. of um, the more people who know the design of their children, who can bring up their children to be who they are rather than trying to fit them into the mold then you're going to have less traumatized children who are trying to find who they are so not to mess with their karmic or soul journey because that's going to play out anyway in in whatever way but um you know i think helping young beings um to express themselves in the correct way um can can you know, a manifesto who shut down as a child because they're absolutely fearless and want to run up trees and you get telling them, stop doing that. And you're trying to put them in a cage. They're going to shut down and they're going to shut down their creativity. And then the world's lost the creativity of that being. Mm. So that's just, a, that's just a quite a common example. So um, yeah, knowing, knowing who we all are is really important. And
0: Oh, I just I love that. that. I love that. I love that. And of course, also for, for all of our listeners that do not have children or do not have interest in children, the parenting of ourselves is like, it's a huge part of the underlying of all of my offerings as well. But It's like, we're also parenting this, this inner child that we have, but really ourselves at every moment. And so how can we, yeah, uncondition and open up and then preserve that very yes wonderful innocence that is there all the time
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah, you you absolutely hit the nail on the head there because I mean that's something I consistently see is where people aren't living their fullness because of the conditioning because of what what's happened in Mm -hmm. their in their life story till then and understanding your own design as you very well say parenting ourselves and clearing that conditioning and and here here's who I am and how I can be and how am I going to bring that out into the world we actually don't have to figure out the how we just have to be willing to live it and that will sort itself out I'll just put that one in there because <laughs> people get really stuck in the head figuring out how and you don't have to the universe is there for that job um uh,
0: oh yeah. wow no revelation because also like I I mean, I see this all the time and I always am like, let go of the how, let go of the how. It's more of like, okay, feel into the what, you know, feel into this other, these other spaces. But also because we're talking direct to human design here, it makes so much sense because, okay, for all of our generator friends, they need to wait to respond. So they're never going to know the how (laughs) sometimes until that, that impulse comes or or arrives from the outside and for our dear projector, brother and sisters of mine, we, we need to wait for the invitation for these kind of big things. Our hows are always going to come from an invitation. Even if that, for some of my house, that invitation has come from, from soul guidance and it's come from a part of me, but it's been this invitation that I then get to respond to. Um, so it makes just, there's such a large population of us that actually the how is never of importance. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. And we can waste so much energy trying to, how? (laughs) We don't have to, you know, as I say, there's so many times I've said, right, I want this in my life, whatever the ingredients are. And then it shows up in the most amazing package in 10 minutes. (laughs) And I just go, wow. (laughs) I didn't spend any energy on that whatsoever apart from asking and saying, Hey, I need this.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know, it, it can be as simple as that. Life can be that easy. Mm-hmm. It's you know it, it, it is magic, and staying in the wonder of of that magic of life really
0: yeah. allows
1: that to happen.
0: Mm, I love that. Stay in the wonder. Let's all stay in the wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful, Tiffany. Oh so so good all right well let's um let's get wrapping up is there any other I mean staying in the wonder is such the wise pearl that I'm gonna be chewing on the rest of today (laughs) but is there any other like bit of wisdom that you would love to leave us with oh I think staying in the wonder
1: kind of you know what is the if you're not feeling the wonder then finding that finding something wonderful that you can focus on to reignite the wonder Mm. because we are living in challenging times at the moment all around the planet. So, you know, I think focusing on something wonderful or something you wonder on to ignite the wonder. Um, And yeah, just in the situation that we are all in there's so much uncertainty if you if you can step away from the how and into the wonder then we can really allow what is to be unfolding in in a wonderful way as we as we move into i believe we're moving into a, a better world
0: mm-hmm. so
1: you know i think we're going for a big catalytic shift on the planet and um just being open to the wonder and possibility of um creating a new world and holding that vision
0: Mm. yes 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 full body yes let's (laughs) put that in everybody let's take a deep breath Ah. yes connecting to the wonder well wonderful wonderful tiffany thank you and tell us where can we connect with you where are the best places to to reach you
1: um, I do have a Facebook page, yep. I have a personal one and I have a, a business page which is Tiffany Stevens and Stevens is with a PH and I have a website which is tiffanystevens.co.uk, so all very simple.
0: Great <laughs> right. and I'll be including links where this is going as well so you can easily click on over and schedule your human design among other things with the beautiful Tiffany. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for this rich conversation. And yeah, I look forward to connecting again very soon. Yeah.
1: Thank you for the invitation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lindsay Curtis, and you've been listening to Her Return the podcast. Thank you for tuning in with us today. If you've received some kind of magic and wisdom from this episode, please review it give it a star give it a heart give it whatever (laughs) whatever kind of imagery can write a comment would love to hear from you and share today's episode with anyone who is interested um, in yeah in our energetics in human design and in empowerment in general and i look forward to speaking with you again soon so until next time May you return home to yourself today.